Hello, messy listeners. What you're about to be listening to is one of our original episodes from when it originally aired as part of In Another World, a pop culture podcast that our show is a spinoff from. We just wanted you to have access to all of our original episodes before we did the spinoff. So disregard any references to the podcast that it originally aired from and focus on all of the messy conversations. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast, and it is Monday, which means that it's time for Messy Mondays. I am your host, Zachary Landolt. The vision themselves has arrived. It's Tom Cornell. How are you doing? I am here today on okay. this 4th of July weekend, alive. Well, not so sure, alive. Alive. How are you? Eh, I'm fine. I've been staying very busy this week. Uh, so busy that I have not uploaded the videos from last week's episode. Listen yet. to this nonsense, dear listeners. Zach did me dirty, decided to do video content. The one time I was not actually set up to do video content. The one time. The time before I was ready for video content because it was hinted at. And then the time after I was ready. No video content was made. It so I was I I debated coming in barefaced with Ooh. glasses today. But I with didn't glasses. because I knew that would be used against me. No, they're still coming. I'm this gonna is make not them a into safe TikTok. Space for me. Shut up. They're gonna be TikToks. <laughs> they will be TikToks. Let's have to make I finally have free time today, so I'm finally mm-hmm. gonna do them today. Mm-hmm. And this very here's the here's the thing. I say I finally have free time. I had free time. But you know when like it feels like you have no free time, even though like, you absolutely do. It's just mm-hmm. one of those weeks. I was over. Yeah, I, I I know for a fact that you canceled plans this week with somebody. So oh, I, ha- oh, I had a date for a second. I had a date for a second. Yeah. Um, Where did that time go? Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, no, I just, uh, I didn't, it's weird because I remember saying to you, I have a date tomorrow. And you're like, that's exciting. And then the next thing, you're like, I don't think I'm going to go on the date. And you're like, well, that was a shift. That energy has shifted from 24 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I think less than 24 hours. Yeah, it was, it was less than 24 hours. Because it was in the morning. I was like, are you excited? And you were like, no. no I'm actually not going. It, it's like, <laughs> I'm thinking uh, of canceling. I'm canceling. Okay whatever you want to do well you know here's my thing i i have not been going on a lot of dates lately not by choice just kind of really been meeting anyone and i did meet this guy who wanted to go on a date and so i was like yeah i'm just gonna like throw caution to the wind not overthink i'm gonna go and then he just kept talking he kept talking and um the more he talked, the more uh, I didn't want to go. So rather than potentially have an awkward date, I just decided to have no date at all. So that's kind of where I'm at. We respect ourselves after this pandemic, okay? We I've learned a lot about ourselves dates. wasting no time. 
I, I don't need to go on a lesson. You know, I need to learn a lesson about what a bad date feels like. You know no, because I mean? like, we've I've already done, done that. that. We've I've already done been that. there. Done that. Yeah. And granted, no. maybe he would have surprised me. Maybe he's just awkward in text. Maybe he would have been better in person. Um, I don't know. Listen, but... you're about to. You're moving relatively soon. Yeah. Why waste? Yeah. So complicated. Yeah. Like I, I would really like to meet someone. But it's also the worst time to meet someone. So it's like this, it's this awful dichotomy of, well, I'm lonely and I would like to like have someone to like, you know, cuddle with and like go do things with. It's like, well, yeah, but then you'll get attached to them and then you'll have to move and then that'll be painful. It will not be fun. No, even if I say, can I say like, oh, I'm just going to keep it casual, but I know myself, I get uh, emotionally invested in people. And then, so I was just like, I'm kind of in this place of like, I just need to like deal with being single and just like, and um, yeah, like live with it in a weird way, which is like odd. It's strange. Um, I mean, welcome, I guess. Well, <laughs> welcome to I've been club. I've been a resident. <laughs> I've been a resident. I think I'm feeling an extra pressure because my my close friend slash roommate has started seeing someone very like regularly like very like semi-seriously and so I just see them being all cute together all the time and so it just makes me go "Mm." and he said to me the other day he was like I'm confused you always seem like extra like like sad (laughs) well not sad but like mm, a little like emotional when he starts seeing somebody as opposed to like he mentioned like a couple other friends that are like heterosexual couples and I was like well I think it's because when I look at like you it it it's it connects to a part of my brain I'm like I should be doing that that's something I mm-hmm. should be doing when I see a heterosexual couple being PDA I'm just like oh I don't know I don't desire that uh, sure I don't know or they're just people I've always known in couples also. So it's like my friend who's usually been in like the single club with me is now like seeing someone. So it's like, uh, makes me feel a little, a little extra, uh, extra single. I guess you would say. I can, I can see that. I, don't I can know. see that. Maybe that's toxic. Is that toxic? I think it is. Yeah, I don't mean to my brain just gets it's, thinking it's, it's toxic to yourself it's not really toxic to the person unless you start like i don't know feeling some kind of way about them for being in a relationship and you not no 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 no, no. and the guy's very the guy he's seeing is luckily very very nice and he i we've actually hung out like two or three times now and he's he's not like oh like i don't know like they're a little overly pda for my taste where it's just like guys can you like like trail it back but they're in their honeymoon phase so i'm also like that's just the way it is so i don't know some people are like you know they they i'm just more shy when i'm seeing somebody i don't really like to like make out with somebody in front of people it's just like oh know. yeah that's gross i thought you were talking about like holding hands or like pecking on the lips they're making out in public that's gross not make it i mean like a like a 10 second make out <laughs> maybe like, like an extra yeah long no kiss. that's too, yeah no i'm yeah, all about like hand holding and like hugging and touching but i won't be like making out with people or a lovely start to the day i tell you about my evening yesterday because i sure had one so yesterday i went uh, i met up with my new friend that i met on bumble bff we are mm-hmm. we are developing our friendship even further lovely and so we went to get coffee but before we went he had said um my partner has some friends and like 
suggest that we all meet up for dinner. This is thing you'd be interested in. And I was like, yeah, sure. Meet more people. I would love to meet, like I wanted to meet his partner. Cause like, that, sure. I feel like that, you know, I don't know. I also like, I don't know why I'm living in this weird space where I'm like, I feel like I should meet the partner so they could be like, I am literally a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I, no, I get that by myself, but like, no, yeah, I've met um, people online where I've actually just been friends with them. And I was like, uh-huh. I should meet your partner. So that like, this doesn't feel weird. <laughs> like, right. no, yeah, I get that. <laughs> so we go meet up with them and his partner is absolutely lovely. But I, these other two people, yeah. I like, I have less inclination to like try Stay to touch. Yeah, okay. So uh th- they were older than me, mm-hmm. at least based on what I was the vibe that I was getting. And I'm 30 <laughs> years old. And I, I I'm gonna try to describe this the best I can to you. Oh. Um, one of them was kind of like running the whole conversation at the table just like kept talking and talking and talking but Mm. also I was like kind of finding him a little bit toxic based on Uh. his the way he was speaking because he was like he kept kind of almost bragging that he was the kind of gay person that hung out with straight people and I was like ew and it's like first of all that's not a brag if you're a straight person listening it's like I I don't want to not hang out with you but I would never brag that I'm hanging out with you because that's weird because you are just people to me right now I will brag about hanging out with my queer friends because they're beautiful and lovely and I love them and they're amazing but I'm not gonna you know I just like that's such a weird (laughs) thing to like say in front of a group of queer people like what what were they saying do you have any examples not to be that bitch (laughs) well well you they age themselves by like making a will and grace reference but like and then the, the the my new friend is younger than me by like four years and mm-hmm. his partner is too and so I think it kind of missed them and I like <laughs> I've seen Will and Grace so I like chuckled but like it was more of like a silence than I think he wanted and he was like oh so you've never seen the best show on television and oh, I was like Jesus okay Christ. I've seen Will and Grace and I enjoyed it but I'm not like expecting other people to like no references from it because no. it's, it's an older show and it's yeah sure show. it was brought back a couple years ago for a minute but like not the same thing right no it was not the same thing and so <laughs> mm. he that was just like he was like yeah i'm i am building the community from the ground up i'm someone who can hang out with the straights and like push the gay agenda further by like Stop. being with straight people oh can you I, do that oh can you do that is that so impressive it, it was just like kind of like that and he was like like yeah. i said steamrolling the conversation and like I have not met, I have not been a group of like mostly new people mm-hmm. in two years. <laughs> like, right, like, right. That, like hasn't happened in a very long time. Oh, yeah. So I was just like, I was like a little overwhelmed and like, no, I thought we were all going to ease into it, but no, <laughs> that was like certainly not the scenario. Let's that go was straight happening. into social awkwardness. Yeah. And so at one point he was like, oh, did I mention ABC thing? And I was like, no, you sure didn't. And he was like, well, I'm going to tell you. And I was like, I was kind of expecting that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then she's hot. His friend. So the two people I didn't know, they were roommates. And the, mm-hmm. the one roommate, the one who was sitting next to me, he turned to me. He was like, I like you. We should, I'm going to keep you around to keep him in check. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Anyway. He's probably that did... friend that never gets put in check. So they're probably like, oh, thank God. And I would guess because he like looked a little taken back that I had like stepped on him for a second. <laughs> right. and, uh, and so whenever dinner was over, we were all saying goodbye. Everyone was exchanging phone numbers. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. 
I don't like this. I don't want to talk to, I don't want to talk to two of you. Well, one of them was delightful, but like, I really didn't get to get a vibe of him because right. the other person was talking so much. Mm-hmm. And so the one who was talking so much, whenever we were like all leaving and he was like, he was like, he was like, you're a quick one. I like that. And I was like, ew. Oh my God. <laughs> ew. Oh my Ew. God. Oh just my because goodness. I could also steamroll you as much as you steamrolled the rest of the people, I knew that that was like not the mood that I was like bringing into this conversation, like this situation. <laughs> that sounds awkward. Yeah. And so I like didn't know if anyone else felt like the vibe was completely off. So I like didn't say anything, but like Dave and I got into this car <laughs> and I was like, that was excruciating, right? And he was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I was just like just I was like making sure that I was like the only not the only one like really overwhelmed by like what was happening and like I <laughs> haven't slept so completely in a very long time. That's how much that whole social <laughs> scenario took it out of me. Ooh. Mm, wow. Yeah, I highly doubt I'll see any of them again or text them, but We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. That's the thing about when you make a new friend is like, even if like meeting them and connecting with them is going well, then when it becomes like, oh, you should meet my friends, I go like, mm. well, oh. so I would say that these were not my my friends' friends because they were mm-hmm. new to him as well. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, that's and good. It, to know. And his partner was like lovely, just didn't talk much. So I like, mm-hmm. like the two people that I didn't know that I probably would like, I didn't get a chance to know. Oh, that sucks. Based on the way the day, yeah. So, uh, there's just nothing worse than when you meet a friend's like, someone's like, oh my God, this is like my best friend. And then you meet them and they're insufferable. And you're like, oh no. Oh, also, we had an interesting conversation whenever, uh, I was getting dropped off. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, we were talking about like the next time we wanted to hang out, and I was like, let's just do like, let's hang out at someone's house because like, you can definitely come over here and we can chill and right. I was like you can also invite your partner of course and he was like I think I just want to like he was like I might just want it to be like us being friends like not like the three of us being friends so I was like yeah. okay but like the, the it stands like it remains an open situation if you want to like but I can definitely see being like have wanting a friend for yourself whenever you're like in a partnership okay, like that. that that brings up a thing actually what okay. a what a what an organic segue sure um i'm not gonna use any names i don't even know if they listen to my show but just in case so i have a friend um and i really enjoy hanging out with this friend we always have a very fun time um and they have a partner that i don't dislike the partner or anything but it's just like i feel like i've naturally vibe better with like you know your friend my friend not so much Mm -hmm. their partner again not the partner is like you know anything bad it's not like i'm like oh god i hate them but it's just like i just always feel like it's a little forced and i feel like i will invite this friend to do things like hey do you want to hang out on like such and such day and they'll be like yeah it sounds great um what time cool 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 great and we'll set the plans then like an hour later or like right before it's like time for the plans like oh is it cool if my um partner comes too um and of course i'm not gonna say no because i'm not gonna tell someone to like exclude their partner 
Right. I guess that's the big thing. Is it ever not rude to be like, oh, well, I kind of was hoping it would just be the two of us. Like, is that like, I don't know. What's the rule? I don't think that's that? rude. I would just say maybe like the next time you make plans, I'd be like, hey, the last couple of times we hung out, like your partner came along. I was like hoping just like some one on one time just with you. Yeah. I, I think that's okay to someone's for. feelings. You know, like, I don't want to feel like yeah. I'm like, um, can you not bring your partner? Because again, I don't dislike well, the partner. you are putting something on it that wasn't there i think how you say it is definitely going like if you were like if you're like i don't want your partner to come is a lot different than like hey i would like some one-on-one time with you so sure, next time yeah. we hang out because also how... like sometimes you want to talk about things that you wouldn't want to talk about with someone's partner just because you like your friend you tell your friend those things you're not telling yeah. your friend and their partner those things so i think it's very reasonable to ask someone for one-on-one time like yeah, like anytime I would be in a relationship, if someone would have asked me for a one-on-one time, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. Like my, uh, my When I'm dating someone, I actually, there are times where I'll bring the person I'm dating with me, but there are also times where I'm like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my friend tonight. I'll be free around such and such time. Let's yeah, like- so this more of the less depends on how your friend would view that. I think they have a natural inclination to invite their partner because they just like being around, you know, their partner any chance they can. Because I don't think they get to see them, like, a ton during the week. Because they're just, like, so busy. So, it's like, a, and I don't want to, like, accidentally hurt someone's feelings, I guess. Like, if it's, like... I think oh. you're 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 thinking about it way too much. I think what you're asking Probably. for is very not a big deal. For me. <laughs> very on brand for me. My, oh, my th- you're saying I'm... So, you're saying I'm thinking about it too much. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> like, like, no, like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, I'm just holding up the mirror to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, I've seen me. We've seen, <laughs> seen me. We've been seen before. Yeah. Uh, like, if someone's like, "What's your biggest flaw?" I'm like, "Not, but think about this one." I overthink things. I think overthink everything. I've tried. I used to be like that a lot. Like I still have tendencies <laughs> to do that, but yeah. now I'm more or less. I just kind of act on things and apologize later if I feel like I that's probably to. for the best. That's probably like a good plan. Uh, oh, yeah. it's like I don't know. Like I feel like I've I've gotten I've I've improved over the years, but I definitely still will find myself. I mean, I've, I've texted you before. I'm like, I have something to ask you, and you're always <laughs> you're usually nine times out of ten the answer is. Yeah, just like do it. Like <laughs> that's my MO. Just like what just do it. Because like I don't I don't just have do the it. time. We are both over the age of 30. We don't have the time. I'm not even calling us old, but like we should no, definitely but, but, know no, better yeah. than to like overthink things like too much anymore. I think luckily the thing about getting older, it's not so much that you stop doing the things that you did when you were younger. It's more that when you feel yourself starting to do it, you can go like Ugh. I'm being silly. Like it's yeah. like I think that's that's more getting older. Like, that's why because I've met gay men and straight men, but uh, specifically the the cattiness I've seen and like gay men in their like late forties, some even like early fifties. That's still uh, exhibit behavior that I associate with people in my twenties. Uh, so some people don't mm. evolve enough. So my goal is to always I evolve. Call those, I call those like. <laughs> Like nineties gays, I don't know. Oh, like I think there's just like a different Will and Grace um, whatever gays. generation. You haven't seen the greatest television show in the history of television. Listen, I like Will and Grace. It was a very formative TV show. 
I yeah. still would not call it one of the, I would not call it the greatest TV show in the history of television. I would say it's a fun romp. Sure, it's a fun romp. It's best. Well, until it, the end, and then it gets really weird. But like yeah. the first four seasons or so, the best. It's fun time. Good I time. think the first, even the first five, like the first five are just like mm. solid comedy. Um, mm-hmm. I loved that show most when it was just like stupid, silly episodes. Like, uh-huh. like some of the emotional stuff was like good, and like I was into it at the time. But now I'm like, I just want to watch the funny hospital episode, or I want to watch yeah, the, the share episode, the share episode, <laughs> yeah. the episode where they go to like their to the gay wedding. Like, there's like, because uh, my favorite, one of my favorite episodes of the entire show actually is the one where it's. You, you've watched Will and Grace uh, a decent amount. I've probably only seen it all the way through once, but I feel like I've seen okay. a lot of the early seasons. Well, this was the like, episode I... where it's Leo and Karen and, and Karen and then Grace, and he invites his old girlfriend to dinner, and it's like she finds out that it's actually the only woman that Will ever had sex with, and it becomes the most like awkward dinner party ever. It is my favorite episode of the entire show. Um this is not a Will and Grace podcast, but that is, a, is that? that is an endorsement. You know what? Also, kind of podcasts. We're not we're not a Drag Race podcast. However, However, Zach has a Drag Race podcast. Except I no longer have a platform to talk about Drag Race, so we're going to talk about it for just a hot please minute. Please do, please do. So, spoiler alert: if you have not watched episode yeah. three, you might want to skip a few minutes ahead because we're going to no. talk about something. Also, not the most important thing in the episode, but it was the most important thing to me. To us, it was maybe. a moment. It was a moment. It, Laganja Estranja. Laganja Estranja. That's Laganja it. Laganja Estranja. Like, period. <laughs> Full stop. I have to say, just like, mm. I cannot emphasize this enough every time I bring sure. it up to talk to someone. I was like, yeah. this is a woman who said that she was never going to come back onto this show never. ever because of the way the fandom treated her and the way this production company treated her while she was on the show. Mm-hmm. She got rooked, except the flip side of that is like Laganja is probably one of the most quoted queens to come from this oh, show. So yes, for mama. us, yeah, people don't give her that due right. enough either. So she's the lip sync assassin this week. She splits onto split onto the stage was not uh, behind the backdrop was not no silhouette yeah. just fucking leapt uh, onto the stage and then made us eat made like just shoved it down our throats and said <laughs> i belonged here the first time i belong here again and well, the thing is i was already excited because the contrast so i'm already of like course, oh i was God. excited to see her but i did not know what we were about to witness yeah and then i was like <laughs> oh now we're doing physical by dua lipa which i like since i had heard that song i was like that should be a drag race lip sync uh, yeah it was a great choice and i i had a real i mean i i felt like I the cried. vibes were very <laughs> positive on that on yeah. that though because even like as she left like rupaul was like you should come back and see us sometime. Like, you know, it's it seemed like a very, like, here is an open invitation for you to, like, come back for an all-star season if you would yeah. like to. And like, I feel like, and like after her recent, you know, like, coming out as a, a out-trans woman, having mm-hmm. this lovely positive moment, I could maybe see it happening. Like, now I could. Yeah. I, I think I, it'd be a different experience. I honestly hope, because what we witnessed on that stage was just legendary, like, actually legendary. Like, yeah. And like when I, I cannot emphasize from the moment she enters the Ugh. screen front to the second she is no longer on the screen. A star. Goosebumps. I was, I have not stood up at a drag race lip sync in the longest time. I was screaming. I wish I had dollars to throw at her. Like I was 
literally it like felt like I was at a drag show again for the first time in like years. So well, I was and, just... well and to add to it, it was like I'm also a big Trinity K Bonet supporter. So it was mm. also great to see her perform because she, I mean, she did get the she did not win the lip sync, but I do think she like performed she her face off as well. Yeah. yeah, she did very good. Um, but also it was like a little unintentional season six reunion with the two of them yeah. also. So that was same thing nice. happened last week too. Yeah, it's very, very odd. Very interesting. Yeah, but I I I felt like Laganja felt lighter, the mood felt lighter, mm. it felt very positive and i feel like she's been getting a lot of positive uh press the bitch fucking knew that this was gonna happen she had merch on the ready she said you like that have a t-shirt henny like (laughs) like like it was i was already made they're already they're already pressed they're already ready to ship these are not made to order Oh, she looks so good like her her hair also i felt like the reaction in the room in the studio was not enough. Like, I no. could not believe that the sc- the queens were not just screaming the whole time because they were like, woo! And I was like, what? Like, no, I would have been like on my feet, just like, ah! Just like for the whole three minutes. RuPaul did screaming. scream when she got into her split. RuPaul always screams when anyone <laughs> does a fucking split. Ru's like, I've never been able to move like that. So it's just always astonishing to like, her. Oh, are you fracking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say I just... there was one moment during the lip sync that I <laughs> cracked up so much. Um, Laganja at one point like takes off the the top part of her outfit and she like uh-huh. flings flings it off the stage and I'm like, the, this, the, the, and it yeah. hits Silky and her face was just like, bitch. <laughs> right, Silky's like, I'm up for fucking elimination. This is not a good time for me. <laughs> Thank you for putting me in my place. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck my drag. I also, right? I also love whenever the queens up for elimination are like living during the lip sync, even though they know they might go home on the other <laughs> side of it. Like that feels good. I don't know. How that's could all you I not wanted... watch that lip sync though? You know what I mean. That's all I really wanted to say about Drag Race. Yeah. The rest oh, that's are gonna have to listen. For more details, check out Two Gays Watch Drag Race. Yeah, every comes out every Monday. There you go. So it's out oh, right wow, now. another Monday pod. Yeah, it's up right now. Another Monday pod. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lovely moment. I, I was I've been wanting Laganja back on that show for a while, and it it mm-hmm. and I've I'd sort of given up on it. I'm like, yeah, it's never gonna happen. And after last after last episode, I'm like, I think it could happen. I think she's actually even kind of setting it up to happen. I think so, and I would love to see it because I have a feeling she might go back now. Now that she. You know, feels more comfortable in her herself in general. She might and the fandom and the fandom feels like they're really like not gunning for her in any way. And I feel like if production fucked with her again, we people would lose their minds. What I feel like the more interesting arc for her is kind of the one where it's like I'm gonna come back and and do better than my season. I think that's more interesting for her than to be like, oh no, they failed. Yeah, honestly, I would want her to win. Oh, like, I don't, even, I, I, I don't even know that I would care who was on the season. <laughs> I would love to see a Laganja win. That would feel good to me. Yes, mom. I feel like that feel good to the fandom too. It would feel very good. I would love to see it. Obviously, I would want her to perform well too. Like, sure, if she sure, wasn't sure, performing, sure. I literally wouldn't want her to win. But like, don't do Rachel's after... out. <laughs> <laughs> they are the number one accessory in a woman's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still no, great. No. We remember it, you know. Oh, right. No, I mean, no. Laganja is like uh, iconic. Like people try mm-hmm. to make fun of, her, or they used to try to make fun of her. And I'm like, yeah. y'all, she gave us moments. 
moment after moment. I'll never forget her fucking running her jokes underneath that desk and all oh. the other girls are like, is she all right? Is I remember okay? I remember they were doing then, the reading Mandela challenge. Going, <laughs> that footage gets me every time. It's like Ben whispering to himself. In the <laughs> ben whispering. <laughs> I can't. I love when they did the reading challenge and like Ganja had these like glasses. I was like, you've even got the Crip Keeper going. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want her back. I want her back. She looks stunning. She, I feel like she's uh, living her best life. So I want that. I want that. Snaps her Ganja. Like, oh, yes. Pops to you, Mama. <laughs> Pops to you, Mama. Mama. Thank you, Mama Michelle. <laughs> I ain't your mama. <laughs> I ain't your mama. I ain't your mama. <laughs> Come on, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> wow, season six is really a good one. Really, I've been good rewatching one. it, and I forget. It's just I think my my favorite season still of all time. It's such a it's a such an easy pill to swallow. It's such, such an easy cast. pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Because I've been, I've really been enjoying watching Courtney act on that season too. Because I, she, yeah, I did I not like Courtney little, the first couple times no, no, I watched, but right. I get it a lot more now. And, and then purely as a reality TV character, like knowing the whole time she does not win, but like just watching her behavior. Yeah, I also think Jocelyn Fox has a very underrated Drag Race performance. Bring her back. Bring her back. I want her Bring, back. Yeah, I would so love bad. to see her back. There was a couple All Stars ago. It was like a rumor that Jocelyn was like in the mix. Yeah, I was like, yes, I heard that too. yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think it'll happen. It'll happen. Uh-huh. Anyway, enough about Drag Grace. Okay. Um, um, go ahead. Did you have any pop culture thing? This was kind of a slow week for me. Uh, in terms of, it was yeah. a slow week based on what I was trying to find before we started recording. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, this is pop culture, but, like, just kind of, like, a broader conversation. Sure. So, sh- I don't know how to pronounce her name, but Shikari or Shikari Richardson. I believe uh, Shikari? My- Shikari might not be able to run in the Olympics because she oh. tested positive for marijuana. This was also the thing I was going to bring up. So here we are. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, guys, say to start off, as someone who partakes in the 420 on the regular, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that's a performance enhancing drug in any No, God. Way, if I could run fast on on weed, girl, I would be running I deserve this a, I deserve world. two gold medals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But all I can do is watch TikToks, and then I think the people are literally talking to me, and I go, huh? when they get too close to the screen. <laughs> so that's like, that's where I'm at when I'm. Well, and she had had her like qualifying run, I believe on the 19th of June and performed very, very well. Yeah, so I it's remember like, that. So I just like, it just feels shitty. I don't know. Like, I, it, feels, <sighs> it feels like racially motivated too. Oh, God, it's just like. It just feels very gross. And I get that in other parts of the world, like marijuana is like not even as much of a thing as it is in America. Like, you know, but it's also, it's marijuana. Like it's from the earth. Like, yeah. Also like it's a literal depressant. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like makes you slower. It makes you operate slower. Yeah. I just, so how I is that a performance enhancing drug? Yeah. It's just weird. I, I, I the whole thing I just find gross. It is. I, I it's. But, Here's the other thing, and I, I, 
I would say any large establishment really needs to start watching their back with the choices that they make because we saw what happened with the Grammys this year. I think award shows are on the out because of the fucking fucked up rules and the way they're run. Well, I think luckily what's happening- I could see it happen to the Olympics too. Cause like, I don't have, I have one, I don't care. I'm not patriotic at all. So that is not why I'm watching the Olympics. <laughs> right. Like I'm not really rooting for America. I'm just like watching athletes. Oh, I never. Yeah. yeah. So, and then two, it's, it's like, I, I don't care about the Olympics enough to feed money into you. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I feel like the thing with like award shows and the Olympics, I think what's happening is like, you're finally getting people that are like, no, no, this is bullshit. And we're just going to keep screaming that this is bullshit until you stop making it bullshit. So I do like that it's forcing things like like racing with the Golden Globes and like uh, like the Golden Globes being literally like taken off the air this year because this NBC was like, we will not air you until you figure your shit out. And like the Oscars have been like working for like the past several years to like have a very like intense influx of like POC representation in the Academy. Like, so I like that these changes are happening. Um, they need to happen more and faster. And uh, this, th- yeah, I just, I'm not accepting that this change needs to be difficult anymore. Oh no, my God. It's not that difficult. It's really not that No, difficult. just fucking do it. Yeah, Nike that's... just to do it. Swoosh. Um, swoosh. Just do it. Swoosh. Nike. Just fucking do it. <laughs> also, stop, you... donating to, stop donating to homophobic places. Like, why do we keep doing that? Like, I don't understand. I think there will come a time in the future where you just can't do that anymore because you just know, like, it's better to be on the side where you will not be, like, canceled. You know what I mean? Like, I well, hope, prob- hope. I think the other situation is, like, hmm. I, like let's just like talk about internet service providers so like in where i live you can get verizon or comcast both mm-hmm. are big companies that donate to anti-lgbtq <sighs> organizations it. so i don't have an option of like a smaller thing that does not right? right however it's i'm sure those are like very hard things to start up as well but like if i had a third option i would leave to go to it sure yeah and i would be willing to pay more money for it knowing that my money is not going where i don't want it to go by mm-hmm. feeding it into it what so do you think like, about oh sorry go ahead. go ahead i was gonna say what do you think about gay people that still go to places like chick-fil-a and stuff now that's different because like i need to have internet so like that's like a different like i like i sure, feel like sure, phone sure, companies sure, sure, sure. are the same way you don't need you to know, eat a fucking chicken sandwich really from don't. chick-fil-a you, really you can get don't. a chicken sandwich from anywhere anywhere you could make a goddamn chicken sandwich in your house you also there are so if it's the fucking sauce there are recipes for it on the internet that Absolutely. are equally no as good yeah it's just I don't care. I like, I won't hear it. I won't no. hear it. Like, I just won't hear I don't have the time for it. I just, I gotta don't. tell you, the last time I ever, I remember I was like on the road and I was like, God, I'm like so hungry. And the only thing for like ever was a Chick fil A. And I was like, oh, mm, uh, uh, I mean, uh, whatever. I'll hate myself. I'm gonna get it. I got this meal and it was like a sign from the universe because I went to like eat my food. I had like my sandwich out, had my uh-huh. fries out, and I like <laughs> went. Like, I'll never forget just being like, if that's not a sign for the universe, I was like, bitch, no. I went to grab my drink and it, and I don't even know how it exploded, but it just like, it's like it exploded in my car and the drink went all over the food. So suddenly the food. Uh, You just had like soda soaked (laughs) food. So it was like the universe was like, no, (laughs) no. Yeah. So Um, I also, before like, 
we knew all of these things about Chick-fil-A, which was in 2012 when all of this came out, mm-hmm. by the way. Like, that's mm-hmm. when this happened. That's when it came out. Girl, they play contemporary uh, Christian music in the lobby. So, like, it's not hard to figure <laughs> out. But, like, I, I, there used, whenever the school I went to, there was, like, a, because I went to a school in Chicago, there was a Chick-fil-A basically underneath the school, like, on the, uh, like, we were the school was like the second floor of this tall building up oh, but like the chi- like the the first floor was all retail spaces yeah. so like there was a chick-fil-a it wasn't like part of the school but it was like very easy to get right. to and the one thing that i always got was milkshakes and mm. so like i was like wow i think it's so funny that you're gonna miss the chicken sandwich and like i miss the milkshake like that is the one thing from chick-fil-a where i'm like but i don't need a milkshake from there no See, but, like, like they were milkshakes. good i didn't oh, like, I like their milkshakes. the oreo milkshake was like my moment it was my moment. It was. I really liked them. Well, see, when I was in high school, it was really odd. Um, they were really looking out for our nutrition. Um, there was one section of the cafeteria where you could either get Papa John's pizza or Chick-fil-A. It was, like, very odd. It was very strange. In school? Yeah, in the school. Like, they would Weird. get it brought into the school, and you could either get, like, this official school lunch, or you could get mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A or Papa John's. That's um, so weird. It was both so are bad weird. choices. <laughs> girl, a girl. I mean, we always we always went for the Papa John's. Um, yeah, Papa John's is its own bag of bones too. Girl, I was about to say both. It's like <laughs> a pocket. Not neither one is a great company. <laughs> oh my goodness! Also, I've just been coming like a little like gym rat lately, in a in a way that's like feeling strange. I used to be like a real gym person. I would go like six mm. times a week. Um, I went five times last week, and I'm on track to go five times again this week. Wow! And just, it's been like wild. I love that for you. Yeah, I'm in that place where I need to like just keep my head down and keep going with it, and stop looking for results like every day because I'm still in that mm-hmm. headspace. Like, do I look any different? Um, but what I'm doing, what I'm doing, as opposed to like constantly weighing myself, is I have a little journal and I'm just like measuring my like body like every Monday, and so I can literally have like numbers to look at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so even if it's like, oh no, I only lost like. Um, kind of this last time I got really, really fit, it would be like, oh no, I only lost like four pounds, but I would like look at my waist and I'd be like two and a half inches smaller. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't know. That's my little plan. That's been nice. I've been feeling a lot lighter. I think it's the thing about exercise. It's good for your brain chemistry, just you know, from science. Science said. Science said. <laughs> Do it, fatty. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I've been trying I, to get like thin. Like it's not. I'm not going for like. I want to be skinny. Like it's like not what I'm trying to do. I really am just trying to like, like like if I can just like flatten my stomach a little bit and just like feel better about my legs, my arms. Like honestly, I'm good to go. And even if, if that means I'm like, even like two twenty or whatever. Like I'm not really obsessed with a number right now. I used mm-hmm. to be more obsessed with numbers. See, I'm not obsessed with numbers. I just like yeah. there are clothes that I would like to fit into again. Sure. And so like that's kind of like where my goal is. Yeah. But I have lost 16 and a half pounds Lovely. since the beginning of June. So that's great. Yeah, that was as of this morning. That's lovely. And I also was surprised because I ate dinner out last night and I was like, that scale is gonna say bad things <laughs> to me today. But it, Tomorrow's gonna happen. definitely gonna be a cheat day because we're having a little mini potluck at my house. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to a 4th of July party after we're done recording. And I was like, yeah, we're just not going to weigh ourselves tomorrow. Because I was like, I do want the sweets. That's well, like I'm, I, I want to go in on. 
Every 4th of July, I make my famous banana pudding. Um, it's always a hit. It's it's. I've never had someone hate it. Um, I, no, I, wouldn't, I, like, I wouldn't eat that. <laughs> but you wouldn't eat that? I, I, I'm like allergic to bananas. That would be the... Oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I'd make you something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, my, my banana pudding is not so much like a proper banana pudding. It's more like a banana fluff because it's so much cream. It's like so much of the cream and the... And just like the wafers and the, the like pudding, and not so mm-hmm. much of the banana. I don't put a ton of banana in my banana um, pudding, but it's very tasty. I'm ma- and I'm also making like some pulled pork in the crock pot. And then yeah. uh, my roommate's new boy toy is gonna make crock pot mac and cheese. That's gonna be a mm. lovely little moment. But many things prefer, are like, not I pref- good for me. I prefer I prefer a baked macaroni and cheese. That's more my. Spot. I do too. That's what I usually do. But he was he was I was gonna just make mac and cheese the way I usually do, and then he was like, "I can make my crockpot mac and cheese." I was like, "Let's go for it. Let's yeah, let's be inclusive." <laughs> let's let's let him let's let him be a friend. You know, let him be a pal. Let him be. He's been oh, he was so nice. Like he he came over last night and he was like um like cooking out and so in my brain I'm like oh that's for him and my roommate it's not for me to like insert myself mm-hmm. into so I was like I was like oh like you know enjoy your dinner blah, blah. and he was like oh well, you're cooking you're eating with us and I was like well it's not for what's not for me he's like you thought I would come to your house and just make food on your grill and not offer you any and I was like well with some men that I've met in the past yes I would say this is very much a possibility um so he's very sweet so there is that. So I think, like, at least if, like, your friend, like, isn't going to be, like, in your singles club, at least if their new person is, like, doesn't suck, it's always a nice feeling. Yeah. Because then you're, like, at least you're, like, it's, like, another friend. It's, like, gaining a friend. hmm Anyway. But I, I am going to eat so horribly tomorrow. But it's going to be okay, because then I work out the next day, and it'll all be gone in, like, a day. So really, it's fine. Drink your water. Drink water, my water. water. I don't think I'll be drinking a lot either. So it'll just be the food. Mm, I'll I don't drink a ton. A I don't. I really don't drink a ton. I'm more of a smoker. Mm. I like both. I like. But both. I feel like I feel like in a social situation, social situations I find myself in, I would very much be the one who would be the only one smoking, and like that doesn't sit well with me. So I just I partake in whatever the activity that everyone partakes in. If I'm like in a social situation, yeah. yeah. So like considering this will be family, it will be like. We drink because they drink. Oh, is it a family you know? thing? Yeah. Oh. Are your family big drinkers? Mine don't drink I mean, at not, all, really. <laughs> not like alcoholics. Well, I don't mean yeah, like they, that. I mean, like, is yeah. it like very festive? Like the drinks are flowing? Yeah. I mean, I don't, they don't drink as much as I like remember them doing when I was a kid, but I just think that everyone's older now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that all the kids of, the family like my my generation age of kids is like yeah. now we are th- we're the ones who's supposed to like carry the torch but like i don't <laughs> think we drink as much as they did when they were younger so it's i don't You're know like, we're running from our depression in different ways yeah well also like you know i very rarely drink beer i feel like this oh. whenever i go to this event i'm always just like this is where i have a beer oh because one i don't bring my own i just like whatever they offer to me i'll drink i don't know like i just like very it's like i'll have two of those and then i like call it just like it is what it is i hate beer i really do i've not found one that i've liked ever i see i normally like if they 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 have a summer shandy that's like normally Mm -hmm. that's normally what i do i'm like oh it's beer with (laughs) a beer with lemonade in it yeah i'll have that (laughs) that's what i want 
Well, should we? I have a few of messy Monday moments to share. Yeah, as do um, I. Who wants to go first this week? You can go first. You have yeah. more than me. I and if we get I do. Yeah, I have a few. I have a few. Um, I knew I did not have as much pop culture to talk about this week. The only mm-hmm. other thing I had to mention was the first. Uh, you heard about this Fear Street trilogy that's coming to Netflix? It dropped. You know what? I, it dropped on the second. I heard that this is the thing that happens. I saw it and I was mm-hmm. like, "Why do I remember? I remember reading about it, but I cannot remember what it was. What the deal was with it? Well, it's like they're releasing. I think every new movie will come out like it's like a weekly thing. So only the first one came out, the 1994 mm-hmm. one, and I watched it last night, and it was a ton of fun. It gave me real scream vibes. Uh, hmm. Like it was like an old school, like I mean, it has some supernatural elements to it, but it felt like an old school, like slasher movie, like the scream movies used to be that you don't really see made in quite the same way. Cause it was also very funny. Like it was a very like entertaining okay. movie. It wasn't just like scary. It was like, it was, a, it was, it was All fun. Right. It was a lot of fun. I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Mm. Um, okay, this one, the, the title was Falling for Straight Guys. Ugh. Okay, so I might have some issues, but I basically only find myself falling for straight guys. I don't know why. I just find them more attractive for some reason. Probably because of some deeply rooted homophobia inside of me that I need to figure out. Has anyone else <laughs> gone through a phase like this? And if so, how do I make it so I can find gay guys who I actually like? Oh. Dear user, you answered oh. your own question, my friend. <laughs> that was an answer inside a question. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think I think you're asking because you want you want to hear a different thing than you think Anywhere it is. You're not, but no, you're really not today. <laughs> not not from these two queers. No. Uh, I can uh, tell you you're you're chasing um <laughs> you're chasing a dream you'll never catch. Uh, yeah. like what like to what end? To what end? You know what I mean? So I guess it's like one of those, like, I wish I could ask this person Mm -hmm. things back. Like, are you specifically seeking out straight people or are you like talking to someone you think you're flirting and it just always turns out that they're straight? Because I think those are two different things. Sometimes you just don't know. And then you like have a crush and you like Mm -hmm. things move on and then you like find out that they're straight later and like that's that's a little bit tougher a little bit different i don't think that's what's happening no it sounds like yeah you're right it does kind of sound like that's straight i want them (laughs) because i i mean i've had friends in the past that would i mean i won't say they only be attracted to straight people but if they knew a guy was straight it would make them hotter in their mind and i was like why that's so fucked up (laughs) Never been my thing. I gotta be honest. I, um, I've accidentally fallen in love with like a straight guy before and been mm-hmm. like very annoyed at myself. That I was even like having a crush on them. Mm-hmm. But I like, believe, call me crazy. I'd rather have a crush on someone that could actually like, potentially lead to a relationship. So that's you know, yeah. Kind of where I'm at. I, I maybe, dear dear writer, dear writer in, dear writer in, dear writer. Uh, yeah, dear reader, dear listener. <laughs> uh, your viewer <laughs> it might also be a thing where you are protecting yourself from getting hurt because you know no, nothing will ever come out yes. of having a crush on a straight person clap it out clap it out no, yeah that's, that's, that's very i was gonna say a very similar thing yeah i think uh sometimes oh, well it didn't work out because you're straight i'm like okay well then why do you keep having crushes on straight guys like what are you doing are you right like why are you going out of your way to like do that and to yourself. Is it internalized homophobia? I would say yes. 
Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because it sounds uh, typically the thought is whenever I hear people say something like this is that you like you think gay men are like too feminine or something. There are masculine gay men, but then yes. there's like a whole different gross thing to that too. But it's just like uh, you can definitely find someone who is attracted to you. And instead of like we'll... going out of your way to seek out that's not that. Yeah. Also, here's the thing. Yeah, if you want a mass, if if ugh, you know, whatever, for whatever reason you want a masculine, a masculine guy, um, they do exist. Trust me, because I roll my eyes at them every day on on apps because I see the ones like only interested in other mask guys, uh, like or I'm into guys that act like guys, and I'm like, thank you for telling me that I should like swipe away from you. Yeah, that's what I'm, I don't have time for that. Like there was a time. Where I was, I never tried to be like butch, but I thought I needed to be more like middle of the road gay. And I was like, to what end? Like, who is this? Who who is this for? It's not for me. I'm not enjoying it. Um, it's mm-hmm. not even an accurate depiction of myself. So, and I I have that problem all the time because guys, I think, look at me, and I give off a vibe visually that I think they think that's what I also want is that I'm the type that would be like, I want other like mask guys. I want guys to act like guys, guys who do guy stuff. And that's like actually like ugh, so unattractive to me. Um, like if I actually, if a guy is into kind of like traditionally quote unquote masculine activities, I kind of go, oh God. Yeah. I mean, I won't, like, count them out, but if they're like, yeah, I'm into, like, playing sports on the weekends and, like, going to games, and, and like, I'm like, oh, does this mean that you're going to expect me to do these things if we were to date? Um, and granted, dating's about opening up our horizons, doing new things, but I I just, I can't relate to the, yeah, just, I guess, in a nutshell, I can't relate to the idea of exclusively having crushes on straight guys, because if anything, I'd be so shy about even trying to flirt with a straight guy like i would not have the like chutzpah to do that you know what i mean yeah i mean <laughs> i have <laughs> now you have said actually i said <laughs> you have actually said i think it was actually even last week possibly that you have a tendency to flirt with straight guys at bars now here comes the bigger question is that an on-purpose thing or is it like you said like you find out oh fuck they're straight the second thing mm-hmm. it, it depends on what okay so like if i'm in a queer bar like if yeah. i'm just like a place where i i would be like everyone here is okay to flirt with because we're all in a gay space like it's right. okay and like also like straight men also should expect that if that like is something that comes up like don't take offense to it because you are in my space you're you in know? a gay bar no. you're in yeah. my place yeah so i distinctly remember this one time this very attractive man like s- swindled up next to me at, at the bar I, I mean, he wasn't like hyper masculine or anything. He just was like a man that was like all of a sudden next to me. And so like, he had a very cool tattoo. So I complimented it and we had a little bit back and forth. And then he was like, okay, I had to get back to my girlfriend. And I was like, <sighs> just like, <laughs> I just, I, um, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. I mean, that's like not on him. No, it's no, also no, not yeah. on me. Like no, it was no, just no, like, a, no, it's just kind of yeah. like, oh, how unfortunate. Uh, there was one time, right. there was one time I will never forget this night for as long as I live. Because I remember feeling like the most gaslighted I'd ever felt by a stranger. I was at this party once and it was about, it was like several people I knew, but also like several of like this one person's friends who I did not know. So I didn't know their deal. I didn't know if they were with anyone, blah, blah, blah. Who mm-hmm. And like there were several queer people at this party. So I, you know, I could assume maybe some people would be queer. There was this guy I was getting such vibes from like all night. We talked 
all night. He like at one point he was like, "Hey, do you want to like come sit with me outside on the the back deck?" And like we like mm-hmm. had like a cigarette together, like very flirty. Like and then I even like added him on Facebook. I remember, and then I found out he had a girlfriend, and I was blindsided so so yeah. that has often been a situation where i find myself flirting with a guy mm. a straight guy mm-hmm. um and i'm and, and now and me now would actually be like hey sorry i was really catching vibes from you at that party like i just mm-hmm. uh you know uh but at the time i of course just like kept it all inside uh <laughs> very concealed don't feel don't let them know Conceal, don't feel let yeah uh, uh <laughs> Yeah, I also would say, like, currently, like, uh, I mean, it's, like, related to what we're talking about, like, but I am also, I feel, like, very attracted to, I want to associate myself with people who, like, maybe don't fall in the binary themselves either, Mm -hmm. so, like, because that feels, like, a little more safe to me now, just, I'm, like, let's, let's, (laughs) I want to date that kind of person, just because it's just, I, I, I'm not saying that, like, everyone who falls into the binary is toxic but i just am saying like there's a lot i don't know there's a lot to be like understood whenever you don't i've been going through i don't and and i i feel like i have like imposter syndrome sometimes where like i feel like i've been on this weird non-binary journey myself i don't know if it's like act like i you know i don't know what i'm still processing a lot of feelings is basically Mm -hmm. what's happening because i have like for the longest time like even though like I my image tends to present more quote unquote masculine, I don't like being attached to like the male. Like if someone calls me dude or like bro or something, it like feels mm-hmm. like very like ugh, oh god, it just feels like unnatural. And I'm I'm I don't know if you know I. There would be something nice about not being attached to the pronouns or the expectations of whatever quote-unquote people expect something to be i don't know better what that means it's all still a journey i'm still processing feelings because i don't know what what I yeah but i, I definitely thought... am closer to like i used to be like i don't get non-binary like, i don't really understand it and now i'm at this place of like no i really get it like, <laughs> really get it uh, i think that that's something to be said about people our age though because I feel like when non-binary started coming up, we were like, absolutely no. Like, what do you think that? you are? You don't need yeah, to yeah. like make up something. And but then we like, go, mm. it's like we like look through our fingers, we're like, do I want that? Is that me? But also Am I the villain. <laughs> how how did you know that like that one's what you were? Yeah. Um because I, I I even when I was younger, I didn't like being I don't know I I didn't like being felt like I was one of the boys like that was never something I wanted to do mm-hmm. um I don't know I don't know what that means I don't know maybe just because I've had mostly girlfriends my whole life and so I just I do tend to connect with was where I connect more with females I think for sure or as I have in the past but lately I actually have more like gay friends like definitely more than I've ever had in my life so I don't know which one I prefer more now. I guess they're both so different. But it used to be, I would say, like, my female fi- my friends are predominantly female. Mm-hmm. And now it's sort of more, it's more mixed. So I don't know. Um, it could have just been that I didn't find actual... <laughs> there were lots of gay people in my hometown that I didn't particularly want to hang out with. That's all I'll say. Like, they were not exactly my people. Uh, 
some of them would say the most offensive things I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, wow, these are like queer people that are saying like some of the most bigoted statements. So the irony, the irony. Mm. Well, what you got? This is from Ask Gay Bros. Does anyone else feel so unattractive, even if when people give you compliments saying you're so cute or handsome, no matter how much I hear it, all I see are my flaws, but always want to hear the same compliments again, like it makes you feel good for a little, but then it turns you, then you feel down about yourself again. So essentially mm. getting a compliment and then immediately like detracting from it. Oh, so on brand. I would say. Yeah. The, the best practice here is to just say thank you and not like condescendingly you just say thank you thank you so much and you don't owe this person a compliment back no because this person gave you a compliment right so you are not like required to respond and you also are not required to like diminish your shine mm -hmm. to make yourself seem humble right you are allowed to say thank you and just take a compliment and it's very difficult it takes a lot of practice oh, you just say thank you like i just like, don't make a moment of it if you don't want to make a moment of it don't make a moment of it right but also don't start thinking about why you shouldn't have been complimented which i think right. is often what you do no it's just like don't make excuses for why you got a compliment or like why you shouldn't have received that compliment it's just mm -hmm. a simple thank you so much i really appreciate that or however yeah. you want to say it i definitely struggle with compliments i don't i don't usually know how to respond to them so i'm trying to get better at just saying oh thank you so much and just like leaving it alone um, it's hard because you do feel like there should be something after that, but that's a full thought. That's a full sentence. That's a, you have accepted the compliment and that's all it right. needs to be. Yeah. And like, I think a lot of it's just based on bad memories of me trying to just be like, Oh, thank you. And they're like, and people saying, what do you not think you're handsome? And then me going, ah, now it feels extra awkward because you're like really putting well, a flashlight on this. You have to say the thank you as you have to believe the compliment was sincere. Right. You had to be like, you said to be like, thank you. Yeah. Or like deliver it with the same energy that it was delivered sure. to you. Because I would try to just like laugh it off. Like, thank you so much. And then it's like, and that turns mm -hmm. into a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I just don't like, like, it's weird. I, I, I don't even know how my brain works because like we're still figuring it out because <laughs> there have been times I've been in like shows um. And people would come see them and they would give me compliments and it would even be a show where i thought i was good in the show like and it's both i want <laughs> i want the positive feedback but it also i have no i have no idea what to do with it because i'm like oh wow you were so, so great in that and i'm like oh you know th thank you thank you thank you and they're like no you're very good don't diminish it and i'm like no I, I i know i just i don't want to like you know it's a group effort and it's like i i don't and i bad bad habits yeah there's no need to do that. You can just take mm. the compliment. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the bigger, I guess, so what's the big question about just like, 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 what do you do with compliments if you don't like them, essentially? Well, I think it's just, it sounded like the person just didn't know how to handle them. And then yeah. was like, felt like they had to knock themselves down right after Ugh. they were lifted up by someone else, which Nick. is, is like yeah. the natural inclination, I think. And it's not good. It doesn't help anyone yeah it's not fun for anybody no it doesn't feel good to the person who gave you the compliment yeah. either. it was just like because then especially if they're like oh hey you're really handsome and it's like oh whatever it's like oh god <laughs> are we doing okay over there buddy like, yeah yeah so um but i get i get it because i mean i go through stretches where like 
not that I rely on compliments for my like validation of myself but like if you're not told you're like attractive for a long time it's not that you forget it or anything but like it can then feel weird if someone's like I'll randomly get these guys online that'll, that'll be like v forward about like wow you are like so attractive like you're like very my type and I'll be like uh thank thank you thank you and like you know and and they'll like, so, like actually actually the actually to circle back to the beginning of the epi <laughs> the guy i was supposed to go on that date with it kind of connects to this because he and this could be a, a me thing also um even though there were other things at play but like he was giving me like constant compliments about wow you are so handsome you're like so attractive and i'd be like oh thank you it's like no really you are you're really you're really handsome and i'd be like okay thank you and i was like trying to just like take the compliment and just like, leave it alone and he was he was like so forward with like all of this like wave of you know positive you know yeah. that i i i was like this is this is uncomfortable well that that's like a different that's like almost a natural <laughs> like i'm i'm assuming that this person just like receives a compliment every now and then and i think like what you're talking about what it can feel like sometimes is like yeah almost like a fetishization yes that's yeah. the word of the day uh because i i would say like i have definitely experienced that as someone who presents more femme like, like a feminine man and i like, felt the same thing on the opposite where they're like oh, can i call you daddy do you like it when people call you daddy i could be your little boy and i'm like uh-huh oh, oh. and in the past when i was younger I would kind of just go along with it because I felt like, well, I guess if this is my vibe, I guess I should go with the vibe. But then eventually I went, no, I don't like this because it's not me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not, a, I'm not a, first of all, I'm not, I'm factually not a daddy. Like I'm, I'm not a daddy. It's actually ironic they want me to be called daddy because I never want to actually be that in my life as myself. Yeah. Um, and secondly, that gets into weird masculine roles that again, I'm not interested in doing. So it's like, it's just all so stupid. Yeah. So like, I, I think, I think if someone comes in hot and you just are like, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. If it keeps going after that, like initial burst and they don't yeah. like break it down into like having a normal conversation with you, yeah. that's like too much. That's, that's like whatever. You're just kind of like, I'm going to ignore you now. <laughs> it's like where well, I kind of immediately go to. The moment where I canceled the date was I was at one point I said, well, you know, I'm a lot more than just my looks. And they said, oh, do you not think you're handsome? You really are. And I said, no, no, no. I didn't say I'm not cute. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, don't you want to get to know more about me? And he was like, like what? And that's when I went, okay, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. So let's just, yeah. It's like when Nicole Byer often talks about like when people say like oh you're not fat you're beautiful and she was like no i'm beautiful and fat like i'm mm-hmm. like i am like you you were saying like i'm attractive and smart and intelligent and have fun things to say and talk yeah. about and he was like do you not think you're handsome like he like t- he like didn't read yeah. what you were saying correctly yeah i was like no i'm not saying i'm not i'm not saying i'm ugly like that's not what i'm saying i'm saying don't you want to get to know anything about me but outside of my looks because because mm-hmm. even though i'm not looking for anything i guess like serious serious right now i would like to at least be hanging out with somebody that like has a full picture of me at least you know like mm-hmm. i don't want it to be purely based on like sex and looks that's like not what i'm looking for either so 
Um, I'm basically looking for like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> something that I can't <laughs> something that I don't even know what that is. Like a golden yeah. egg, <laughs> a golden egg of a, of a person. <laughs> um, yes, I feel that. <laughs> well, I have another one, but it's kind of similar to the things we've already said, so I'm not gonna do it. But I have another one. Okay. So this will be my my last one. Okay. Okay. I'm moving back closer to campus in two weeks since in-person classes are returning in the fall. My fraternity brother talked to me about how his cousin is gay and is looking for a more serious relationship, and I am also. Apparently, he showed him a picture of me without me knowing. My friend says his cousin is is interested in getting to know me. He showed me a pic of the cousin to see if I agree, and my jaw dropped. He's gorgeous, smart, and plays hockey. After I said I liked him too, the cousin added me on Snapchat right away, and we've been talking for a few days now. The guy isn't wasting any time, if you know what I mean. He asked me if he could tag along when my friends picked me up from the airport. I said yes, but I'm very nervous. I'm not a virgin, just never had any luck on Grinder finding anything more than casual sex, and I want more now. Um, I've never been in a real relationship. I don't know what to do. I feel like a middle schooler going to a school dance for the first time. Also, being set up by friends doesn't feel natural. I heard you're more likely to click if it happens organically and not due to external influences. Um, So I guess they're saying, like, the setup feels weird, like, being set up. Like, this wasn't something he, like... I would also say that this person feels like they're kind of getting rushed into having sex, too. Yeah, it definitely feels like the person's yeah. like forward and maybe they're mm-hmm. like, oh no. It sounds like it sounds like to me, it's even more, yeah, it's it's kind of like they say they're they're wanting the same thing that they want, mm-hmm. but they're also being very sexually forward. Yeah. Which I have had which I have experienced with many guys where, you know, they'll both get to know me on a personal level. But they also will be like very quick to get to the sexual stuff um, to a way where I actually think it's like programmed me to like think that that stuff needs to happen faster because people have just gone to it so fast. Um, because I had a friend recently that was like starting to see somebody and they they were like, you know, they've been dating someone for like weeks, like actually even close to a month. They're like, we've only kissed. Like we haven't like done anything else. And I thought that was like shocking. I was like, wait, hmm. you haven't done anything? And they're like, no. And I just and I think it's very telling of uh the interactions I have had with men in my life. Yeah, so I guess I I I don't know that there's like even advice to offer to this person other than like go on a date with this person, see if you connect at all sure, yeah, yeah. first. Sure. And then go from there. Only because like the setup has already happened. Yeah. We can't go back on that now. Yeah. Like you've already kind of agreed to meet this person, but I would say like if you meet this person and you kind of like vibe upon seeing each other and like hang out with each other, but you like still don't want to like jump into like humping right away. <laughs> like you could yeah. definitely be like, "Hey, like I would like to go on a few more dates to get to know you a little bit better before like any of that stuff happens." And then if that person doesn't like that you gave that boundary, then you just you it wasn't meant i i actually have a big problem with the fat brother showing pictures and trying to make this happen like actually very much bothers me yeah it's really i could see where he thought he was coming from a good place of like oh you're my cute friend and like you know Mm -hmm. my cousin's you know cute or whatever but it also gets into that whole old thing of like 
Well, why did you set us up though? Is it just because they were gay? Like, I mean, they have, it sounds like he does find him attractive. Mm-hmm. So that's at least there. Um, but you know, that, anytime... well, also, I've been on the other end of that where someone's oh, yeah. like, here's my gay friend. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. My, I feel like my biggest advice for them in this particular situation is even if they're, even if you're attracted to the person, and even if like they know you're attracted to them, you are still allowed to say like, "Hey, do you mind if we like hold up on the sexy texting? Like, I'd rather get to know you a little bit first. Like that, it gets okay to say that. That doesn't make you yeah. a prude. That doesn't make you boring. That doesn't make you, you know, any negative thing. So I I do think with that because I feel like that's I feel like they're getting in their head about. Oh no! If we do sexy snap Snapchatting, mm-hmm. it's gonna ruin the chance of even being like a real thing. So my thing would be like, be transparent. Be like, you know, I don't have any expectations. I'm not trying to like rush into anything, but I would like to get something a little more long lasting. And so I'd like to wait to go into that area. It's okay to say that, you know. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people in the gay community that, like I said, tend to. Like, <laughs> rush to that the gay community community that <laughs> rush to the sexy i mean i whenever a guy says like hey do you have snapchat i'm like well i know what this is well i know mm-hmm. what they're about to send me um like I, oh i mean even the guy that was like you're so handsome you're so handsome he would snapchat me just like his torso and i'd be like this isn't going where i think this is going um no so, yeah. if i'm interested in like pursuing you as a partner i'm not asking for your snapchat also are we not past Snapchat? <laughs> right. Like, I thought we, we were done with that? Snapchat. Are we still like, Rihanna that? said we're not doing Snapchat, and I was like, okay. Yeah, Rihanna I said. I only have Snapchat just because of all the guys that were like, do you have Snapchat? And, I mean, there there were some lonely times during 2020 where I was like, yeah, I'll sexy Snapchat somebody. When we couldn't... When that we couldn't, is different. Right, yeah, yeah that's different. Because we couldn't go anywhere, you know? So I was like, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll sexy Snapchat. But now that life also, is, like, you know, getting back to normal, I'd rather wait. Yeah, but also, like, I just have some people that I, I send sexy snaps to. Sure. Like, that's our relationship. That's true. Oh, I have people yeah. where that's all it is. We'll never yeah, meet. Yeah. Uh, we'll right, we'll right. never be a real person. Yeah. But, like, I just, every once in a while, I'll get a sexy snap from them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, yes. Yeah, so, but if that's not what you want with this person, then you need to, like, make that clear. Yeah. Well, do you, I guess you have the last one of, of the I, day. Wow, wow, wow. Finishing off strong with some literal craziness. Okay. Oh, my God. The... The title is, is this normal behavior? Oh. What's up, bros? <laughs> I need your opinion if this is normal or acceptable in any way. I feel like my boyfriend is stalking me. He asks me to keep my location on on Snapchat. He also yeah. asks me to stay in contact with him all day. I have to send him a snap every 15 minutes or so, or he will blow up my phone. Whenever I go out to run errands, mm-hmm. he follows me to that place. He just doesn't trust to leave me alone. Whenever I am at work, he would drive by the parking lot to make sure that my car is still there. I confronted him multiple times about this behavior, and he always says that his ex cheated on him, which made him develop trust issues. I told him, I don't care about your past. This behavior is unacceptable and toxic. He would promise to stop and then does it all over again. Other than that, he is great. He is nice and caring. He always tries to help me and makes me feel good. What do you guys think about this? And let me just just read you the first comment. Red flag, red flag, red flag, and that shit. (laughs) There's like yeah, not even punctuation. Wow. It's just, it is like. I mean, yeah. From the first sentence in, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, nope, nope. Yeah. Nope. I nope. have, I would have very low tolerance 
from the first signs of this. Oh, same. Luckily, I know that about myself. Yeah, it's, I'm, I mean, I, obviously everyone behaves and like behaves differently, but what I'm, I I would say, I am just surprised that you have let your boyfriend do this much without. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the, um, the thing about like driving past their work and stuff. I would be like, babe, you need to like cool it. Like you need to like stop. Oh yeah. That conversation doesn't even come with a babe. I'd be like, we're not. Oh, it'd be well. It would be, it would be a pointed babe. Like, <laughs> yeah, babe. Hey, babe. I don't know, <laughs> babe. Um, brah. I haven't called someone babe in so long. Um, yeah, no, that's so gross. Especially also the like, I have to send him a what a Snapchat I, every fifteen I, I, minutes. Like, fuck no. I'm sorry. No, where's the trust? Yeah. But also like. I don't know what kind of gaslighting your boyfriend has done because you ended mm-hmm. with he is great. He is nice and caring. What's going on here is none of those no. things. So uh like this is like very yeah, no. manipulative, very uh abusive because well, this person is trying to control your life. Trust. They don't work right. without trust. They just this don't. person and like this person has to if they're even capable of getting over what happened with their last relationship with their ex cheating on them they need to work on that before they should be in a relationship with you and that's like not on you to unpack for him yeah yeah but you need to you need to end it and then you need to make sure he's not still stalking you once you break up yeah i i i would say break up like that's that's not working for me unless you can have a big chat but it sounds like things have gone on things have gone you off sounds the like rails. you had a ha- you tried to have a chat True, multiple yeah. times yeah and yeah but maybe they were being too shy about it maybe they need to be more like but here's the thing if your partner's not listening to you when you're trying to talk about this like it's probably no get out Re- right. so many red flags so many uh, well i guess that's been another messy mondays Yes, guys, we have a line to call we have a hotline. for your problems. Yes, and you should call it. Again, you can leave a voicemail. You can stay anonymous. Don't worry about, oh no, like you don't have to say your name. And again, that number is 412-437-8558. And we also have an email, messymondayshow at gmail.com if you just want to send in a message. We'd love to hear from you and messy hear about moments. your messy moments and try to I don't know what fix them, but we'll, we'll give you our thoughts. I mean, if you need advice, we'll offer advice. But if you just want to share something messy, we will talk about it. If yeah, you if want you, us if to. If you got a funny story. If you got yeah, a funny we love story. A, we love a funny story. <laughs> love a funny story. We do love a funny story. Oh, my God. I do think we should do an episode where we just tell embarrassing stories that we okay. feel comfortable sharing on, on air. I uh, Sure. I mean, I have, we can I do have, that. I know I've got some. Yeah, I think I've repressed a lot of my embarrassing moments yeah. so that I just don't bring them up. Yeah. Because a lot um, of my embarrassing moments happen in such a way where I, no one else knows about them but me and one other person and that person's no longer in my life. So I don't Actually, have to... you know what? I have a new, I have an idea for next week. Tell me, okay. tell me, tell me what you think. What if okay. we tell a story about like the weirdest person we've like gone on a date with or like hung out with and like (laughs) how the weirdest this person turned out to be because i know i've got a story that's like a doozy (laughs) that's all that's all i will say okay i i don't know that i've gone on a date with anyone super weird but i have i have i think a story that could go in this category so tune in next week everyone because Mm. i've got it's 
I'll just say the person this was from like early in my 20s and it was just like still one of the wildest excuses for a man saying he didn't want to hang out with me again like it's like the craziest it's wild it it was a it was a i'll say it it had a supernatural tinge to it that's all i'll say it's wild. oh yeah tati wouldn't like that (laughs) just close the chapter on that book (laughs) well tom where can people find you online you can find me on YouTube at Hot Mess Tom, H-A-U-T-E-M-E-S-S-T-O-M. That's also my handle on Instagram. And I also host two other podcasts with Tiffany. It bears repeating and recollect. So go check those out. Recollect. I can't believe that I did that. Anyway, how where can people find you? Zach. You can find me at Zachary with no H. That's Z-A-C-A-R-Y. W-I-T-H-N-O-H. Get it? Zachary of No H. At Instagram or Twitter. You can find the show at IAW Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's also, I do have a Messy Mondays TikTok going where I will yes. be uploading new TikToks from both this week and last week. So the footage is not lost, ladies and gentlemen. I know that this episode started with a statement about how the videos were not made. They will be made and they will be TikToks and they will be available. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's all I got. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, be sure to tune in for TV Tuesdays where we're continuing our our journey through season one of Smash. And of course, Film Fridays where we have gone into the Friday the 13th franchise. And this week will be part three which is really wild can't wait love a film friday well i'll see you next monday tom see ya Bye.